praise the Lord. Hallelujah. My brothers and sisters in Christ, I bring you greetings this wonderful Thursday morning, the fourth day of the month of March 2021, in the name of Jesus the Christ. What a privilege to be alive and well. God has woken us up again this morning. He's the good God, ever available, always there. Lord, we are grateful. This morning, as our usual custom is, please let's lift up our voices genuinely this morning, sincerely from the depth of our heart, to appreciate Him for His ever loving kindness. Our Father, this morning, in the name of Jesus the Christ, our Savior, we say thank you. We bless your name. We exalt you. We magnify you. We exalt your holy name. We extol you, Jehovah. Thank you again for your goodness to us. Thank you for the refreshing this morning. Thank you for waking us up by your power and your spirit. Lord, this morning, we look up to you again that your word will visit with us and turn loose your blessings upon our lives. Holy Spirit, teach us the word of the Father again this morning. And let your name in our lives be glorified. Thank you, Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. My brothers and sisters, it's a privilege for us to be together this morning on this platform. We are continuing our exhortation for the week, captioned, Serving God is every believer's covenant responsibility. Serving God is every believer's covenant responsibility. Is it not a surprise thing? The Bible says, if they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. Now, this is talking about children of God. If we choose to obey our Father and serve Him, He gave us even greater promises. He has redeemed us from the hand of the wicked one, and He now calls us to obey Him and serve. That is, our obedience is expressed in service, if they obey and serve Him. So, it shows that it is our choice to serve Him. It's our choice to know who obey. That's what the Bible says in Romans 6, 16. Know you not that to whom ye yield yourself servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom you obey. That is, anyone you obey is a servant you are, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. So if we obey the word of God, then we are serving God. Then it means that we are, that obedience leads us unto righteousness. Hallelujah. And that's why Jesus especially said, ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you, that you should go forth and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain. That's exactly his desire. Go serve me. Bring your fruit. Let my house be filled. Then ask whatever you may in my Father's name, I will give it to you. Ask the Father in my name, Jesus said, I will give it to you. So it means that as you stand on the path of righteousness, which is brought about by your obedience, then anything is accessible to you. Praise the Lord. Therefore, serving God is not a calling, nor a gift. It is a choice. It's a choice we all make, and it's a choice of the wise. In Joshua 24, verse 15, Joshua was admonishing them, If it seems evil unto you to serve the Lord, now choose whom will you serve. There are gods which your father served on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorite, the land where you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We have made the choice to serve the Lord, and that's what it means. So serving God entitles a believer to the world that has no comparison on the earth. We saw that in Exodus 23, 25, and 26. And ye shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water. And I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. They shall not cast thy young, nor be barren in the land. The number of thy days I will fulfill. These are the promises God is reeling out. And later on, he was telling us how he will go before us in defense, cause our fear to go upon the hidden. That is, in the land where we dwell, we shall become masters of the place. How? Because his presence will be so thick in our lives that no evil can come near us. Hallelujah. That's why we are admonished to remain steadfast in serving the Lord. 
service is not a one and for all thing it's a once and again thing it's not a once and for all thing it's a once and again thing service is a once and again thing not a once and for all thing so we are admonished to remain steadfast first corinthians 15 58 therefore my beloved brethren be ye steadfast or movable always abounding in the work of the lord for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the lord there's a labor in the lord but it's not in vain hallelujah so that labor in the lord is what will bring blessing to your life praise the lord this morning we want to look again serving god is every believer's covenant responsibility number one you don't have to be an evangelist to serve god you don't have to be an evangelist to serve God. All you need to do is to be a child of God and it's open to us. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 30. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. And he that winneth souls is wise. Wow. That is the righteousness of the righteous brings about the fruitfulness of life that they enjoy. And if you win soul, the Bible categorizes you as a wise child. So he that winneth soul is wise. Why? Because you are following the fruit of the righteous. And which, the Bible says, is a tree of life. It settles you, it settles me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. In Daniel 12, the Bible says, And they that be wise as shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that torment into righteousness as the stars forever and ever. So let's combine those two scriptures. And he that winneth souls is wise. So our call to serve God is to go and win souls. This season, if you say you are serving God, you must be winning souls. That's what that scripture is saying. And the Bible says, they that be wise, because don't forget that winning souls is wise. They that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. Now put it this way. They that winning souls shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. Wow. They shall shine as the brightness of the firmament because they turn many to righteousness. They will be as stars forever and ever. Hallelujah. God is too faithful to fail. Please watch it. Your rising is just beginning because your star will soon appear for the world to see. Your name very soon will be a headline news in the world. And men and women will celebrate your God behind your rising in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Quickly this morning, let's look at one of our patriots. His name is Daniel. Our brother Daniel, he was a prime minister of Babylon and was a renowned servant of God. Daniel was in politics, yet he was known as a servant of God. There's this testimony in Daniel chapter 6, verse 1 to 5, that calls for record this morning. Amen. The Bible says, It pleased Darius to set over the, the kingdom 120 priests, which should be over the whole kingdom. That is, they were looking for 120 senators, look at it that way, or 120 governors. And over these three presidents, so they are going to have 40, 40, 40, over these three presidents, that is, 40 Princes will be reporting to one president, another for to another president, of whom Daniel was first, that is among the three presidents, that the princes might give account unto them, and the king should have no damage. Then this Daniel was preferred above the president and princes. Wow. Because an excellent spirit was found in him. He that winneth soul is wise. Because an excellent spirit was found in him. And the king thought to set Daniel over the whole realm. That is one, there were 120 princes, and each of them had, uh, 40 of them would be reporting to one president and the three presidents. Daniel was now the head. Hallelujah. Because an excellent spirit was found in them. So the prince thought to put Daniel over the hole. That is next to the king, the head of the three presidents and the head of the 120 princes. Then the presidents and the princes sought to find occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom. You hear that? Concerning his assignment. They couldn't concerning where he was working so that they could go and give the king a bad report that this man is not faithful 
But the Bible says they couldn't. But they could find no occasion, no fault. That shall be somebody else's testimony in our time. I clear, clear, believe the Lord for grace to be that in Jesus' name. The Bible says, for as much as he was faithful, neither was there any error or fault found in him. Wow. Wow. Then this man said, we shall find none any occasion against his land, except we find against him concerning the law of his God. That is, we want to create a policy that will counteract the law of his God. Then he will go against it. Then we mean he will be fought at fault. But as for this kingdom where he's working, Daniel, a political leader, a renowned servant of uh, minister in Babylon, yet was a servant of God. He found they found no fault. Can you imagine in this generation we find somebody like that? God you will find me as a such a person. God will find you as such a person. How? Because you are an excellent spirit that will keep you. No wonder the Bible says in 1 Corinthians and chapter 4, verse 2, that moreover is it required in still worship that a man be found faithful. My brothers and sisters, wherever you are this morning, I declare in the name of Jesus that the grace for faithfulness rests upon you. It's a choice you make, but it's a choice of the wise. And as you do that, the hand of God will distinguish you. Amen. And so when they found something against Daniel concerning the law of his God, when they made all the morale, the desires, they went to tell the king, for 30 days, nobody should pray to any other God except you. Daniel couldn't hold that. For 30 days, I'll be gone. So they met him praying. They caught him and took him to the lion's den. And the Bible said the king couldn't sleep. And so in the next morning, the king brought, came and shouted. Verse 20 of Daniel chapter 6. When he, the king came to the dead, he cried with a lamentable voice unto Daniel. And the king spake and said to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, is thy God whom thou servest continually able to deliver thee? The king knew that Daniel was serving the living God. And that's why. And Daniel responded, King, live forever. My God, my God, has shut the mouth of the lion because as much as before you, I was innocent and before him, I had no fault. The king was glad. Hallelujah. That's the same testimony that shall be mentioned or said concerning you. How do I mean? That whatever trap the wicked sets against you, as long as you are found faithful and justifiable by serving God from the depth of your heart and genuinely, none of their wishes shall come against you in the name of Jesus Christ. They will not survive it. God will cause them to be trampled underfoot by men in the name of Jesus Christ. The lion that they, the lions that they thought will eat you up, that lion will crush them and their generation. And you shall be known as a faithful servant of the living God. That shall be your testimony this season in Jesus' name. So please, my brothers and sisters, let me admonish you that you are not wasting your time serving the Lord. On the contrary, it's a covenant platform for your prosperity. For you to prosper, serve the Lord. Amen. In Job 36, verse 11, we read earlier on the Bible says, If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. That is, your service of God, genuinely and daily, will make you to have daily prosperity and yearly pleasures. In the name of Jesus. That's what God says, and that's what God will do. Just make sure you are qualified for that. Serve God genuinely from your heart. Bring people to church, invite them to church, and bring them to Jesus Christ. He is the savior of your soul and my soul. Let's bring them to Jesus Christ and we'll begin to enjoy the faithfulness of God upon our lives. Concluding this morning, Luke 22, 35, the Bible says in chapter, chapter 22 of Luke and verse 35, the Bible says, And he said unto them, When I sent you without purse and scrip and shoes, lack ye anything? And they said nothing. When Jesus sends, he provides. When Jesus sends, he keeps. And that shall be our testimony today in the holy name of Jesus Christ. Watch it. That shall be your own testimony to the glory and praise of the Almighty God. Today I declare the hand of God will be upon you. 
your service shall be found faithful and god will cause your prosperity to be open for all don't worry it may look so tight this morning but i tell you before the close of today your story is turning around it doesn't take god more than a moment to change one story the moments of today shall be your own testimony moments in jesus name amen please let me admonish us and remind us again that today is our second day of our spiritual emphasis so after two days the bible says he will revive us hosea chapter 6 and verse 2 so today expect great revival in your spirit man expect revival in your physical man and believe god for a dramatic change of story for you as you are revived you are restored as you are revived you are restored as you are revived you are restored so whatever area of life you need restoration watch it as you serve god today your restoration shall be open for all to see in the name of jesus christ so for now go in peace be blessed of the lord and see you this evening the evening service 5 30 p.m as we meet again together to pray and break our fast with the communion the lord will have bless you in jesus name amen let's share the goodness together now in faith surely god's goodness and message shall follow us all the days of our lives and you shall dwell in the house of the lord forever amen peace welcome to 2021 your year of supernatural turnaround i receive and believe this prophetic verdict then expect turnaround to be your new identity from henceforth the same shall be your portion in the name of jesus christ amen and amen you are blessed of the lord do have a wonderful day in jesus name amen